Inside Florida Racing. 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 Well, I'll tell you what, Rob, while we're fixing CeCe's thing, uh, what'd you do this weekend, man? Test one, two, three. Is that better? There you go. That's better. Okay. Um, Messed with uh, the switch here. CeCe, now I, I can hear you. We can all hear each other. Now it feels like that we're all together again. How's everybody doing? Doing really well, but it seems very odd not to have you here with me. I miss you. Oh, so I'm there. I'm there, but with the technology that we have, and I miss you too, by the way, with this technology that we have, because Jack is so smart, um, I'm able to come to you from Tampa while you guys are in Port Charlotte. On the on the night in up on the ninth floor of our uh, luxury studio here. It's a hologram, man. It's a hologram. <laughs> yes, and uh, so we have uh, we're back in business, even though it's on Tuesday night. We got a great show tonight. Uh, who do we have on tonight, CC? Well, this is going to be a jam-packed show. We have uh, Travis Kittleson is going to be with us, and we're going to talk to him about his uh, big race coming up this weekend. All right. And then um, from the ASA, now Stephen Nassi, who was who was in the race and had that bad wreck at Charlotte County Motorsports Park Saturday night, and wow, what a wreck that was. I was there for that. And uh, so we'll be talking to him, see how he's feeling, how he's recovering. Uh, David O'Dell from the ASA is going to be with us. Um, and also, now this is one of my favorites, Patrick Strapoli, um, a young man, he raced in the ASA race Saturday night, and, um, you know, he is just a, a very nice young man, and I love it, the fact that he is going off to school in Harvard. He's going to Harvard, Rob. Harvard, race car driver at Harvard, I love it. I love that. Um, then we, we. As a matter of fact, we can't talk to him tonight till after 8.30 because he's doing midterms. Yeah, is he? Oh okay. Oh my, Jack. You're doing midterms? Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Also on the show then, we're going to talk to the winner of the Faster Passer race from Ocala Speedway. He's going to be on with us. That's Reverend. Reverend Larry Miller, yeah. Yep. And then let's see here also, uh, Marty Little. Marty Little's going to be with, uh, with us. And then also, of course, our good friend, good friend of the show, Showtime Sean Smith going to be on and uh will celebrate his first east bay win well i bet he was excited i can't wait to hear from him oh i know i can't wait to talk to him about that either so it's going to be a good show delay today but it's going to be a, a good show hey uh so cece uh I yeah get to see you know being moved away from port charlotte now and in the midst of uh trying to get into our new place i didn't get to see any racing and you got to go to the asa race yes i did charlotte. Um, how did it turn out? How was the race? How was the crowd? Uh, the crowd was good. It was, I'm going to predict and say that was um, Charlotte County Motorsports Park, second best attendance in quite a while. The first being the when the United Dirt Laid Model Challenge Series raced on the asphalt. There was a good crowd. Um, you could tell there was a lot of fans of these ASA drivers who traveled down to um, to watch the race. The racing was was um it was good it was a good race um you know i excuse me how many how many cars were there yeah um there were 22 i believe like top of my head 22 were in the uh race there were some guys who entered that weren't asa drivers ross chastain was in that bunch how'd he do you know he didn't 
do bad. He kept staying right around, you know, 13th, 14th. Um, I was, I think he did pretty good considering um, the AS, the regular ASA drivers have probably have um, mechanically probably better, more powerful vehicles. Now, Jack, what does the ASA stand for these days? American Speed Association late models. Okay. Yeah. yeah. How's their deal going for next year? They got a schedule out. I don't think they have a schedule out for next year yet. No. I guess we're going to hear from those guys. Uh, yeah. But. All right, we're going to talk to more of those guys that were in the race. That sounds good. Um, I'd like to talk to those guys, see how they feel. Uh, it, it was a really exciting race and a good time. All the fans there um, really enjoyed it. So that was good. And, hey, you know what I've been busy all day doing today, Rob? What's that? Working on getting the word out. um and to do a prom- and do promotions for the United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series race this weekend out at the New Hendry County Speedway, working with Ken Kenny to uh, put this together so we have a good crowd out there. Uh, I'm gonna have lots of fun because I get to go do a live broadcast out there Saturday before the race. So well, that'll be their biggest race of the year. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a good time, and I've got free tickets to give away. And I tell you what. If you can, if you can find, you can order. Go to their website and order. You can get these tickets, which at the gate are going to be uh, twenty-five dollars. You can get them ahead of time for ten bucks. You're saving fifteen dollars if you just go to the United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series website and order your tickets ahead of time, or really? ten dollars ticket. Ten dollars tickets to see to see you know the stars of the United Dirt Late Models. It's a spectacular deal. Wow, that sounds like a good deal. Yeah, oh, six, definitely. Save fifteen bucks, man. Yeah. Website. You go to unitedirtlatemodels.com. Yeah. And it has in- it, folks. Yeah, has information on uh, where to get tickets and all like that. And uh, I give you one of the numbers is 941-228-8359. Yeah, we're going to talk more about that later when we get Showtime on because he's going to be there. Oh, that's right. Yes, really he is. There. I would expect that uh, that's one of the places that if he's going to win this year in that deal, uh, um, it's going to be there. I agree. I agree with you. Um, I've seen him race there before. I think uh, I believe that uh, Sean's very comfortable at that track, so I'm looking forward to uh, watching him uh, hit it hard on Saturday. Next week, Rob, you better you're going to have to get rested up for next week. We're going to wrestle the alligators. Wrestling alligators? Uh oh. Yeah, we're going to have John Sapricone on from DeSoto Super Speedway, continuing our discussion with track Florida track owners and other track owners about the. Uh, different uh, difficulties and situations today's uh, economy and the state of racing uh, presents us with, you know. And, uh, it turns political. You think? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, it will be just like last time. Uh, Phil uh, Guadagno from the owner from uh, North Florida Speedway, the dirt track up there around Lake City, will be with us as well. Hey, I'm, I'm staring at something really cool, Rob. Well, Jack's place is pretty cool. Well, but... But I've got the uh, Pandora Jewelers uh, driver, Inside Florida Racing driver of the year ring right here. Just got it out of the pawn shop today, Rob. You know, he was able to get it out, It's and he shined it up. It's looking absolutely fabulous. The gas has come down, so uh, yeah. I can turn it a little bit. And uh, so, so it's great. And also, hey, Jack, over here we have uh, the uh, driver of the month for August plaque for David Rogers and do you have plans to present yep. that to him? Um, actually we're going to send that out to him tomorrow because I'm, 
I have one thing to check. We're probably going to send it to him otherwise. If we can catch up with him this weekend yeah. at uh, Orlando, if he's if he's going to be there, uh, then we're going to do it there. And I haven't quite got that confirmed yet. Um, if Rusty, if Rusty can send me an email, let me know that or whatever. I haven't had time to check on it, but and we are going to present um, Roger Krause his. Uh, oh, on Saturday. Oh, that's right. I get to do that, don't I? Yeah. All right, I'm looking forward to yeah, that. Yeah, Roger Krause gets his award this weekend at uh, Henry County Speedway for oh. the Driver of the Month. I know that must really fire those guys up to get something like that, you know, in front of those crowds, you know. So that's a that's another uh, incentive to you drivers out there that would uh, like to be the uh, Driver of the Month. Well, Rob, you, you've driven late models for a long time in Florida. What does it feel like? What would it feel like to get that? Oh, I, I think it's a, you know, because listen, Every driver that's been around for the last 10 years, okay, knows about Karnak.com, for one. Mm-hmm. Somehow or another, it's gotten around to them. So go to this website for information. They go there, Jack, you and me both know, just to see. I go there, too. Well, you know, I was when I was really racing. Just to see what kind of print is there, What what who wrote what, what does the story say, and is my name in it. Yep. So, a lot of drivers go there, but to get the recognition of the actual uh, the radio show that's going on, that's on every week, that goes over all the topics of racing, and for that show to come on and have an award of which is going to culminate into that ring, and to have somebody come out there and do it at the racetrack, man, it would be just like winning the race, you know? Oh, I agree, and I know it meant a, it meant the world to Donnie Ollie when we presented his award to him at Charlotte yeah. County Motorsports Park. That's cool, Pandora Jewelers. Yep. Um, we thank them for uh, their participation in this deal this year. It's a very cool thing. And you know, Jack, we do need to do some uh, some. Uh, I guess we might have to call these uh, our past uh, winners of all these months, and or just look back in the standings and let's see how they're doing. You know, we might, uh, I'd like to start having a couple of them on maybe as the weeks go on so uh, we can see if they've still been in their winning way. Sounds like a good idea to me. Yeah. I'll tell you what, why don't you um, talk about the Pandora Jewelers, or not Pandora Jewelers, the uh, FancyWorkEmbroidery.com. Those folks and, uh, and any other announcements you have. And, uh, Rob, we're going to put you in the zone for a minute because we're going to get Travis Kittleson on with us. Good. Put me in the zone for two minutes. <laughs> Go to the zone. You're in timeout, Rob. Oh, fancyworkembroidery.com. KC Mays, one of my favorite people. Very talented folks there at fancyworkembroidery.com. Um, they're the makers of my C.C. Brooks racing caps, the limited edition caps that uh, I had Casey made for me. They came out absolutely gorgeous. And one of the things that most people say when, when they win one or um, I present them with one is they are impressed by the quality. Casey only uses top-notch quality products, and the embroidery is just impeccable. Absolutely gorgeous. Well done work. And uh, you get your money's worth, most definitely, when you go through FancyWorkEmbroidery.com. That's fancy with an I. And you can find a link to FancyWorkEmbroidery.com on the Inside Florida Racing page. 
And also, you know, they've been, uh, they're the makers of our Inside Florida Racing staff shirts that you might see is out in our beautiful blue shirts. And also made my Inside Florida Racing uh, jacket that uh, Rob is so jealous of because he doesn't have one. But they do just top-notch quality work. And, um, you know, you can send them everything that you need, your logos, and they can make everything up for you. And they do it in a timely fashion. And uh, when you go and you use FancyWorkEmbroidery.com, you are supporting a fellow race family. Casey's husband, Kurt, is a thunder truck driver at Charlotte County Motorsports Park. So uh, FancyWorkEmbroidery.com, they can do embroidery, T-shirts, silk screening, all kinds of hats. They even moved into doing embroidered, special embroidered uh, bikinis. they do everything, everything from bumper stickers to any kind of promotional items you need. It's fancyworkembroidery.com. Go ahead and give Casey Mays a call and let her know that you heard it on Inside Florida Racing, and I bet she'll hook you up with a special deal. Do we have our guest on the line now? Uh, not quite. Just okay. To, yeah, uh, we'll get to that in just a minute. Um, do we have any? Do we have some other announcements? Okay, we already covered. Next week we have John mm-hmm. Sapricone, and uh, we'll get and. Uh, uh, Phil Granagno on. We'll get back to our deal with the the promoters, and we did. I want to thank people. We I, I bitched and griped last week um, about people not emailing us or giving us feedback. Did we get some? We got a ton of feedback, and I'm so disorganized today. I will have to get to those next week. Some of the okay. letters that people we got a bunch of emails and and some phone calls and stuff. Um, uh, the only thing that was, I, I really appreciate it because they were all very positive and people with nice comments and remarks. But um, we'd really like to have input on questions we're not asking because I know somebody's sitting there. I know, yeah, you, you, is sitting there right now saying you didn't ask him whatever. You know, you know your favorite question, and and um, we would like to have input on the kinds of questions and the kinds of things that we need to talk about with. When we get the owners on, because we're just going by, you know, what our best instincts are, and that doesn't mean we're hitting the spot at all. I mean, we might be missing the boat entirely. So if you think we are and you have questions that we should be asking, let us know, and we will certainly ask them. And we're not, you know, we'll ask them whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, as long as it's not a rude deal, we'll ask it. And uh, and no birthdays to announce, but if you know if you would like to recognize somebody in the racing community's birthday, please send me an email. You can get a hold of me at the radio station. Just send the email to cece at wikx.com. Now, let's try and see if this works. Rob, you there? Yeah, I'm here. I can't believe you had me on hold all that time. That's just terrible. It feels like I'm just a commoner. You are. Oh, wow. Travis. <laughs> Welcome to Inside Florida Racing again, Travis Kittleson. How you doing? We're doing good, man. Hi, Travis. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here once again. So, Me too. So what's the buzz, Travis? What? Tell us what's going on, man. I'm getting ready to go run Memphis Motorsports Park this weekend in the Nationwide Series with uh, Mac Hill again in the number 56 car. Uh, I'm really pumped up. I haven't been to Memphis in a few years, but anytime I've ever been there, whether it been the ASA or uh, the Bush Series, we run fairly well. They've been really competitive, so uh, I'm really excited. Uh, unfortunately, that's probably going to be the last nationwide race of the year. So um, right now, I, you know, I'm on the fence. I need to make sure I finish the race, but I also I'm planning on doing something to try to stand out from everyone else. So hopefully, yeah. we can have a, a standout run. 
Travis, how, how do you get yourself out there to uh, get these rides? A lot of promoting. Um, you know, I do. I don't have a PR agent. Uh, I do a lot of my own promoting myself. Uh, you know, I try to uh, any chance opportunities I get to drive to uh, to racetracks or fly to racetracks, walk around, hand out resumes, business cards. Um, I'm now uh, pretty much residing in the North Carolina Mooresville area, so uh, I take my time. I, I revisit shops, make sure my face is seen, like they say, out of sight, out of mind. And, um, you know, it, it definitely helps out when you have a little something to bring to the table, like uh, Bob Steele Chevrolet has been helping me out now for about going on nine years. So, um, you know, it helps with that, especially with the tough times right now. A lot of teams can't really do uh, just go to the racetrack without a sponsor. So uh, it's a mixture of all those things. Yeah, Travis, I remember when we used to race at a Burt's racetrack up there and uh, with late models, and, and uh -huh. times haven't changed a whole lot, you know, other than the fact that it's getting harder and harder to race. Um, where do you see yourself in the next, you know, you've been racing for nine years. Well, what's the next nine years got for uh, Travis Kittleson? Uh, with the way the economy is, it's getting really scary. There's, uh, you know, I'm definitely starting to try to get a mixture of B, uh, B plan, C plan going just in case, uh, you know, it gets tough enough to where I can't even run any races. Um, I've got a couple of uh, entrepreneurial type ideas, uh, maybe opening up my own businesses. Um, but, you know, I'm hoping that it doesn't come to an end. I'm hoping that, you know, uh, the dealerships are kind of suffering right now with the lack of sales and whatnot, so um, that's going to affect our sponsorship. And um, you know, I'm, I'm just hoping that uh, you know Bob Steele can stick with me for the next two years. I gave myself till I'm 30, uh, whether that be the end of my 30th year or whatever, um, to keep chasing the dream. And if that may mean making some sacrifices and not uh, um, you know being able to make as much money as I want to, or um, you know, not not being able to have a full time job to make sure that I go around to all these race shops. So, um, long long answer, but uh, I would have to say in the next nine years, I hope that I'm running full time in one of the top three NASCAR divisions. If not, um, if I can have my own business and be able to run a super late model and have some fun, or even if I can make a living running racing super late models full time, I would do it. I mean, racing's racing. Wow. Um, NASCAR is obviously the you know the most prestigious racing that we have in in our business, but um, super late model racing is definitely by far the most funnest racing you'll come across. What has this year been? Uh, uh, you've been running uh, pass and nationwide. Yeah, I've run uh, three nationwide races so far. I've run some pass races. Uh, Jay Cushman, um, there's usually a race I go run up at. He uh, runs the Speedway Canada. Uh, the last couple of years on Labor Day weekend, and uh, the promoter and Jay got together, and uh, they wanted me to come drive. Well, we uh, we really should have won the race hands down. Put on quite a show for you know being me and Jay's first race together, only my second time at the racetrack. And Jay uh, called me up and he said, you know, would you like to finish out the last three or so pass races up there? I said absolutely. So um, got to run uh, in White Mountain, I believe Maryland. Uh, beautiful, beautiful place. Uh, with Cassett, Maine. By far one of the most challenging places I've ever been to, to say the least. But, uh, I definitely got to, I feel good about myself right now. This is probably, last year I didn't have much seat time under my belt. 
this year, I've, you know, between the Hooters races I ran at the beginning of the year, the um, nationwide races, the late model races, I feel like I'm I'm by far more on my game right now than I have been in the last couple of years. What? Uh, tell us, what's it like, like to go to Memphis for this deal? I mean, how, is there is it like there's more cars come than there are spots? Like you have to make the field, or are you pretty yeah. assured of getting in? This is uh, Memphis has always been one of the tracks that's going to have uh, 50 plus cars at it. Uh, you have to go through a process with NASCAR to be approved to get on, um, you know, your next track. You have to start off on a half mile, go to a three quarter mile, go to a mile, go to mile and a half, so on and so forth. And uh, so people have to get their credentials up by going to these tracks. So everybody and their mother is trying to get approved for next year. Um, so right now, I believe on the roster, is about 50 cars are going to be there. Uh, we are not locked in. We do not have a number locked in on points. And, um, you know, it's it's stressful, but at the same time, you know, I just got to do what I always do and uh, give it my best and uh, get in the show. I mean, we we went there two years in a row with our own equipment uh, with 50-plus cars there and a number that wasn't locked in, and we made it in. So I think our... Our biggest challenge this weekend is going to be rain. It's calling for rain Friday, and hopefully it don't stall out and stay there Saturday. Go ahead, Rob. Travis, um, tell the folks what, I mean, t- give the folks an idea of what it's like. Because, you know, there's a lot of folks out here that listen that are fans and uh, late model racers like myself, and they race other cars. Give us an idea of what it's like to go to a nationwide series race you know how these nascar is today it's crazy uh, mm-hmm. give us a feel of what that's like to go into to qualifying day what does travis do all day uh i'm a, i gotta tell you i'm a i'm a pretty outgoing person uh, i like to cut it up a lot i like to laugh i like to joke around but um when it comes down to qualifying day and uh stuff, I kind of get in a mood to where, I mean, people wouldn't even recognize me. They would think that, you know, something serious should happen because I don't uh, I don't like to talk. I don't like to joke um, um, around or cut it up like I normally do. And it's not, a, I wouldn't say it's nervousness. It's just a mode. I, I do it all the time. If you ask anybody when I race at New Smyrna or Franklin or anything, I, a lot of times on race day I keep to myself. Just I, I don't know if it's a focus thing or just whatever it is something that comes over and, and um, it's just, it's different, you know, um, it's a little nerve-wracking, a lot of but at the same time, it's uh, a lot of folks. What about all the fans that are around? Do they play a part in, um, nerves even more? <laughs> Is, uh, <laughs> Um, I would have to say just the, the, the pure intimidation of seeing, uh, you know, the Richard Childress cars, the Ralph cars, the, the, the endless amounts of money, the, the crews, you know, the teams with, you know, 15 crew members out there, and you know that you've only got six or seven. Right. Um, you know, and these guys that are out here, they're, they're racing week in and week out, running 250 to 300 lap, 400 lap races. And I'm coming in there with, you know, the most uh, laps I run this year is 250 laps. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's a little bit intimidating knowing that these guys are on top of their game. They're probably at, you know, 
15,000 plus laps by now up to this point. So, um, you know, that's probably the most intimidating factor, I'd say. Now, now you were, uh, did you, uh, were you in the gong show? Yeah, it was. In 2005, I was in the uh, Driver X program. Now, tell me, can you go up to Jack Rouse today and say, hey, Jack, what's happening? Believe it or not, I can. You know, I, I mean, it, it's still intimidating. You know what I mean? I wouldn't uh, I'd be lying to you if I say I wasn't, tim- wasn't intimidated when I uh, go up and talk to him, but uh, he still recognizes me, which impresses me a lot with the millions of people that he meets every day and uh, amongst those million that are probably way more important than me by far. Um, he still remembers me, remembers me by name, and he'll come say hi to me if he sees me at the racetrack, and I think that's pretty cool and pretty admirable. Yeah, I guess um, to really get in good with Jack, you got to have a huge sponsor right behind you. <laughs> yeah, if, if you've got a huge sponsor, they're all your best friend, trust me. <laughs> yeah, that, you amazing. know, talk about Bob Steele a little bit, because, you know, you've had that sponsor. I remember uh, in the Florida Pro Series that back when you were starting racing that you had that sponsor, and you still have them today. Yeah, it, it's amazing. They, um, they're uh, uh family-owned dealership out of Florida. My dad actually worked for him for, um, I think it's 26 years now. Wow. And, um, yeah, and I told my dad that I wanted to start racing and everything, and uh, he said, okay, I'll, I'll buy you a car, you prove yourself, I'll, find, I'll figure out a way to, you know, we'll find a sponsor, whatever. Well, um, Kevin had seen, Kevin Steele, Bob Steelson, had seen, you know, how racing had really brought me and my dad together and probably closer than we had ever been. And um, my dad put a lot of effort into the dealership, and, you know, he figured out, you know, it was a way for him to advertise. It was a way for him to pay uh, me and my dad back for maybe the lost time from the times he, you know, had spent working 12, 14 hours a day at the dealership. Um, and, I mean, it's just, I couldn't ask, I'm not, like, the luckiest guy in the world. It may not be sufficient enough to run full nationwide crafting truck or um, even a lot of series. It's not enough, but... It's enough to make me be able to do things that people only dream of. They can only think about. And uh, I'll be forever in debt with the Steel family. Um, you know, and I, like I said, I hope we can make it to 10 years. Uh, that'd be great. They, um, they're they just an awesome group of people. Yeah, you'll at least have to get them a die-cast uh, version of your race car for the 10 years, huh? <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. I've already got them a couple die-casts for Christmas. Yeah, because we got a die-cast trailer and the whole kit. Well, you know what, Travis, I know that, I mean, you're, you're looking at this weekend at Memphis. It's a huge deal for you. But looking ahead just a little bit, what are the chances of seeing a Bob Steele Chevrolet at the Florida Governor's Cup in November? Well, I, I, we actually sold all our late model stuff. But, um, you know, if, if the opportunity presents itself and there's a Chevy uh, Monte Carlo SS out there that's available, Maybe talk to Dickie Anderson, or I don't even know if he's running Chevys anymore, but maybe Justin Drowdy. I don't, I'd love to. I love going down there. You know, I got to run Speed Weeks a couple of races last year, kind of being uh, Justin Drowdy's R&D guy, and, uh, you know, just try to help them out a little bit with the limited practice you get in Speed Week. So if there's any opportunities for me to get out there and run in something competitive, you can guarantee I'll be out there. So what do you do? You get to Memphis on Wednesday, or on, uh, what, Wednesday, Thursday, something like that? I uh, was flying Thursday afternoon, uh, unloading trailers, getting everything set up, and then Friday morning checking all that, and then we practiced in the afternoon till evening, and uh, then 
Right in the morning, it was 10 o'clock in the morning, Saturday, we qualified. So. Yeah. Well, Travis, you know, let me tell you, son, uh, I hope that you that you make it in the show, and uh, I hope you really do well in the race. I can imagine how they pack that thing all into one day now, that it really makes things crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's you know, they've always had qualifying on Saturday morning, uh, right before the race. And uh, it's a little different than, you know, you go out in a late model or any other series. Most of the time you'll practice, qualify, and race. Um, and without, you know, getting your rhythm, you know what I mean? You have all night long to sleep on it. And then you got to go in there in the morning with no rhythm, no nothing. And you got to get out in that Bob Steele Chevrolet and get after it and hope that everything's still the same way and you hit your mark and you got two laps to do it. Man, all those other guys got to do the same thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know. I wouldn't mind if a few of them messed up, though. <laughs> man, I, I, I'm going to be fired up, man. Is the race going to be on TV? Absolutely. I believe it will be on ESPN. Uh, I'm not quite sure about the time being that. I believe Memphis is an hour behind, so that might put it at 2.30 here on the East Coast. I think that sounds right, yeah. Yeah. So, cool. They should have qualifying. Do they have, do they show nationwide qualifying? They do, don't they? Most of the times they do, yeah. I think they will be in that it's on ESPN, and, uh, you know, the trucks will be at uh, uh, Atlanta on Speed Channel, so. Man, I wish we'd have had your address to send you some real racing USA stickers for your car. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'd have definitely put them on there for sure. All right, Travis. Um, you go get them, man. We think you uh, will be... Uh, Pulling for you all the way, man. Go have a great time with nothing else. And, uh, you know, what the heck? Hey, Travis, if you win, I want you to say, Hey, Bonehead, I won! I'll <laughs> <laughs> be sure to do it. <laughs> Make sure you tell all your fans, you need to get out the Bob Steele Chevrolet. If you're not a Chevrolet fan, they do have certified used cars out there, Fords, Hondas, whatever your choice is. And, um. Our American! Yeah, and this is the time right now that you need to service your vehicle, get your fuel injectors clean with gas prices the way they are. Bob Steel Chevrolet can help you out. That's right. I bet you guys put nitrogen in tires, too, don't you? They are now, yes. They do put the nitrogen in the tires. It's supposed to help gas mileage, and the tires will not lose the air pressure like you do with regular air. That's right. Yeah, that's true. Man, Travis. Hey, I even know that. Travis is a promo <laughs> guy. <laughs> you got to be. <laughs> Oh, hey, no, Travis is good, Rob. I could probably get him a job at a radio station. But, uh, hey, good luck, Travis. We'll, we'll all be rooting for you. I really appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on again, and uh, hopefully I can uh, give you guys something to write home about. All right, Travis. Go have fun, man. Travis. Yeah, take care, guys. All right, man. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, an, ex- an exciting weekend for him. Oh, boy. And I hope he does good, man. That's, I'm telling you, man, he's been racing for... Like you said, nine years. I remember when he started, and you know he's, he's raced a lot since then. Yeah, pretty be pretty cool. Rob, we're going to take a break now. We'll be back here in about two or three minutes. Cool.
Hi, I'm Tyler Ivey, driver of the number 47 car, and you're listening to Real Racing USA. Carnac.com, your online racing community since 1997. Carnac.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Carnac.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Carnac gets it done. Welcome back. It's Inside Florida Racing, your special Tuesday edition. Good evening, everyone. I'm C.C. Brooks up on the ninth floor with Jack Smith. And on the phone, uh, we have uh, Rob Bonehead Elding with us. And, you know, our very special guest, and I'm really looking forward to talking to Stephen Nasty because I was there Saturday night um, for the big ASA race. Stephen, welcome to the show. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Now, for the, um, from, I've got to tell you, when, when you wrecked, my heart stopped. Um, Stephen, how old are you? I'm 13. You're 13. And um, can you, like, take all our listeners through it step by step? What happened? What led up to, because the race was going along real smooth, and what led up to the to the accident and what happened? Describe it to everyone. Uh, well, the number 16, I was going on drone coming out of the corners, and he kept on rubbing on me. I mean, that's racing, but he kept on rubbing on me, and finally our wheels caught, mm-hmm. and I went over him, and then flipped over, and then hit the wall, and then rolled back down. Yeah, and, and I remember looking over there and seeing, you know, your car flying through the air going up and wondering if if, if it was going to end up you know, going over the fence and into the grandstand because you got really good air on it. Um, a monster truck driver would be impressed by all the air that you got. But, um, I mean, it just it was just like part of your, your car just distri- disintegrated. And, you know, the people, I was sitting up on the hill, and, you know, everybody, you could just hear this one universal gasp as we watched it happen. But, um, you know, um, but, you know, it, it's just amazing. Um, you came down and ended, ended up in the infield. Uh, yeah, I mean, after I saw the pictures and stuff, I mean, I didn't realize I flipped that bad, but, uh, I mean, I didn't get hurt, that's a good thing. Didn't hurt, didn't hurt. No, no, wait a minute, now, <laughs> you're, you're, you're physically fine, but, but initially, I mean, you, you must, it must at least knock the wind out of you, so an impact like that. Uh, I mean, not really, um. I mean, those Randy LaJoy seats are really good. They put them so it doesn't hurt your ribs at all. So, I mean, I was pretty well protected. That's wonderful. That's me. I'm just curious. Was your mom there? 
my mom was at the track. How is she doing? Because I can only imagine that just must be as a mother and your 13-year-old son wrecks like that. Um, as a mom myself, that that had to be a heart-stopping event for her. Yeah, I mean, I heard her come out to the car, and uh, she was just gasping and trying to talk to me. Yeah. And I was telling her I was fine the whole time, which I was. I mean, I wasn't really hurt. That's a really cool point, though, he made about the Randy LaJoy seats. You know, we interviewed Randy in an in-depth interview last year on Real Racing USA talking about the safety mm-hmm. and and there's been a lot of a lot of um, work gone into making racing safer. Uh, Rob, you'd concur, huh? No doubt about it. Obviously, he's proof of it having a wreck like that. Yeah. And being able to get out basically unscathed. Yeah, probably the worst thing about the wreck is scaring the bejesus out of your mom. Yeah, I mean, uh, those Simpson seatbelts helped me out a lot too. I like to thank Simpson for that. I mean, they gave me a good helmet, good seatbelt, and the Port City chassis had me well protected also. Well, it, it just goes to show that um, when it comes to safety equipment, you don't skip on it. You you, you get the best, and uh, and then you can survive those, those bad wrecks. Well, it's such a shame because the race was going along fine. You looked like you were having a good night out there, and... Um, you know, do you, are, do you plan to get a, another car together and get out there and race again? Uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't really pulled the other car out of the trailer yet. Uh, I'm too scared to look at it right now, see how bad it is. Yeah. Uh, we're going to try to get another one together, see if we can just fix that one and uh, get back out there for next season. Well, I tell you, we are... Um... It couldn't be that bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh! I mean, it might need a new body on it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a really good guess. A new body, yeah. 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 Um, well, you know, we are. I'm so happy that you they were safe. And I mean, could you? Did you? Did you? Did he? Did it even register with you when they made the announcement that you were got out and got up and were walking around and how the all the fans? I mean, they just got up and cheered and roared for you. Everybody was just so relieved that you were safe. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty cool to have that. I mean, I thank all the fans for going out there. Uh, like, that's my home track, so everybody pretty well knows me out there. And uh, Ross Chastain, when he pulled up next to me to see if I was all right, that really meant something to me. Because I know we're kind of enemies on the track, but we're definitely friends off the outside the track. Yeah, well, I think Ross is a great friend, for, um, you know, for you to have. He's a... He's another uh, great driver, but um, so was that the first time you've uh, driven with the ASA? No, that's actually my third time. I raced at New Smyrna and New Sonoya in Georgia. Okay, well, um, we wish you only the best, and you know we we hope you get that car pulled out, and you guys can start working on it and get it fixed up, and we hope to see you back out the Charlotte County Motorsports Park as soon as possible, Stephen. I'll be out back out there in two weeks in my truck. Okay, well, I look forward to seeing you out there. Have a great evening, and thanks so much for joining us on Inside Florida Racing. All right, thanks. You too. Good night. Peace, night. Oh, I tell you, I tell you, Rob, if you get a chance, you need to go and look at the pictures, the, the stills that um, Bob made from the video. It's just incredible. Check them out. Actually, what you really need to see sometime is the it's just yeah. it's just the video. It was just unbelievable. Yeah, and we're gonna have a we're gonna talk to a couple of the other guys from the ASA um, 
race, uh, David uh, Odell. Yeah. He's from uh, up in Georgia. He's going to be with us, and then Patrick uh, Starpoli. Oh, hey, you know, um, Saturday night also they ran the uh, fast trucks, and Rob, Andy Lacerra was there. Uh, Andy Lacerra was there, and um, in his in his truck that he got put together, uh, the 121, and uh, it was, yeah, he got the Real Racing USA uh, bumper stickers that I sent him, and he had them on his new truck out there, and Unfortunately, Andy, you know, um, didn't benefit from the inside Florida racing bump. He he had some mechanical issues and tire issues Saturday night, but um, he stuck it out. He finished the race, and it was his first race in his new fast truck. And, uh, you know, he's looking forward to being back out there on the 22nd, and I'm sure all the fans would be happy to see him out there at the Charlotte County Motorsports Park. Unfortunately, Andy, I won't be there to watch you run. I'm going to be up at the Governor's Cup in New Smyrna, which I'm really excited about. My first time going to the Governor's Cup, and I tell you, I decided I had to do it this year because I've heard time and time again from Jack and from Carol and Rob that that is a race that I should not miss. And I'm all set to go, Jack. I've got my hotel reservations, and I'm ready to go to New Smyrna on the 22nd of all November. Right. Yeah, it'd be a special deal, always is. And uh, right now we have uh, David O'Dell, who raced in the uh, ASA uh, late model race down in Charlotte County this past weekend. And uh, uh, he's with us. Welcome to Inside Florida Racing, David. Oh, thanks for having me. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, Hi, David. Welcome to the show. Yeah, and... Uh, that, that was a great race Saturday night. I was there uh, my first time um, at an ASA race and really enjoyed it. Um, I tell you, it's really impressive how organized and um, sort of like a well-oiled machine um, the ASA when they come into a track and do a race. It was quite impressive. Um, right. Did you have a good time Saturday night? Oh yeah, it was great. You know this, um, you know this ASA late model series they have going is, you know, it's by far from the stuff I used to run is by far some of the best organized and some of the best people you know I've ever ran for it's just you know you go to the track everything's organized everything's you know everybody gets a schedule it is it is such a great racing organization you know you got Ron and Sandy Varney you know on it and everything such, mm-hmm. you know such a great racing family it's just you know going going to a racetrack not really worrying about drama I was going to say, that must take some pressure off of you, especially oh, if you're yeah. going to a track for the first time. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, um, of course, you know, we're used to it, so, you know, every week we're going to a new track, so we got to <laughs> get used to it somehow. Hey, yeah. Rob, Rob, did you catch that? He said, no drama. Yeah, no drama. At least not this year, huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, there's a little bit, but not, not as much as what we're used to. But it, it is just, you know, from... From what Sandy and Ron do with the series, it's just it's so it's so professional. It's you know some series and you know some promoters, you know, as people come on come on kid out fighting, you know, the fans like that stuff. But uh, you know Sandy and Ron, they don't <laughs> they don't take too kind when you get out throwing fists. So now, David, so. where where did you get all caught up in the um, in the action Saturday night when? When Stephen Nassi um, had his accident, I was, uh, I believe I was right in front, front of that. That was right before I got put to the back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that goes to show you, you know, the ASA Late Model Series, they they really look at the safety in these cars as well. Um, as far as, you know, seat mounting, they were real strict about it, you know, and um, the quality of the seat, the seat belts they inspect about every race. 
in every car, and it's you know they re- they really care about the driver, and it's just you know thankfully Stephen was okay, you know because it's you know I heard about it and I saw the marks and everything. It, he would have broken a bone or something like that if there was any other series that doesn't really look at that stuff. So, you know, let's just glad that he's okay. So you're from uh, from Georgia, and uh, did did this did this year did you do better at the tracks uh, around uh, that you were more familiar with, or or you know how did your season go this year? Oh, uh, it went pretty well. We went um, over the past winter we went and invested and you know bought a new car bought a new chassis you know built it my little two-car garage uh me dennis rezak and my dad um built it and you know and it it really pays off you know when you start off with something new something's great it's it's amazing how well it works you know versus the car we had last year which was you know a little bit tweaked in the you know center section of the car even though the front stub and rear stub was great it was still we could never get it right but you know, it's just we just had one heck of a year. You know, one of the best years I've had in about five or six years. Um, you know, we we go to the track and it was just kind of nice when people look at it, looking at us and on contention to win. I would say it's just nice to go to the track and doing that. People asking you, hey, you know, what you doing here? Um, it was just probably the best year I've had in a while. Uh, Speaking of, uh, we were just talking to Travis Kittleson about racing in Memphis. You've raced in Memphis in the Bush Series, haven't you? Yes, sir. About, uh, I think it was about three years ago. So. so you raced a few Bush races, I see, in your uh, stats. Yeah, we ran um, we ran Memphis in 05. was my uh, first Bush attempt for uh, TC Motorsports out of Loganville, Georgia. And we went there. Then the next year we went to uh, Nashville Super Speedway. We ran there. We went to Kentucky Gateway and then Nashville again, also in 2006. And uh, you know, for the low budget team we had in um, you know Bush competition, we made the races, which you know was quite phenomenal. With you know trying to compete against Hendrick and Gibbs and everything, it's it's just amazing the um, uh, you know engineering goes on, and it was just you know hey we got to run a Bush race and. You know, got my name in the record books and got to be there. Now you're uh, in contention for the rookie of the year, actually in the ASA, correct? Uh, yeah, we were. That was actually the um, the last points race was uh, Saturday at Charlotte County Speedway. Yeah, Justin Larson actually uh, yep. ended up with that, I believe. Oh, yeah, okay. yep, Justin and that uh, whole uh, Larry Larson Topsoil Motorsports group. Uh, you know, that's a heck of an organization. You got uh, um, Rick Eckert leading that group with uh, crew chiefing and just a great uh, individual, a lot of smarts, and just uh, congratulations to them. They had one heck of a year as well. Where'd you finish up in their points program? We ended up uh, fourth overall and second in rookie. Uh, you know, we... No, I wouldn't say we would have had third, but, uh, you know, we had a couple bad races throughout the year. Like, um, we ran Concord earlier this year in Car- Concord, North Carolina, and wrecked on lap two, <laughs> you know, which we got last place points, which pretty much killed us for the rest of the year. But, uh, you know, we bounced back, and, you know, after that race, I think we were 80 or 90 points back. And then uh, coming into this race, we were only two points out. 
So that's got to that's got to be really uh, hard to accept and deal with when when you do all the preparation for a big race and you're you know physically and mentally prepared and then you're taken out in in lap two. Oh yeah, I mean it's you know then you got to sit back and think it's all part of the sport. So uh, you know take them as you go. You know life goes on and. Um, just remember, you know, in a couple months, nobody's really going to remember it anyway. So. Now, now, when something like that happens, can you then just sort of sit back and then sort of separate yourself and be a fan and then just watch the rest of the race? Yeah, you can, but usually you're just, you know, so disappointed. You just kind of load your stuff up and go. So it just kind of, I mean, we still watch part of the race, but it was, you know, we're, it's usually, it's, we're just so disgusted it, we just want to get out of there. Yeah. You see, you got to run a couple more races, and you'll understand. <laughs> I know. My next one's coming up. It's getting closer, November 8th. <laughs> yeah. Let it be a tight race. You're doing good. If something happens, let somebody come try to talk to you afterwards, and you'll see. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's some people you can talk to after something like that, and some of them you just got to stay away from yeah, as a media person i've learned that uh, i i give at least a, a, a half an hour even mm-hmm. if I, even if it's guys i know really yeah. good i yeah you got to give it time <laughs> oh yeah but it's you know it's a part of the sport and you know life goes on but it's you know it's something like that you know you just can't you can't really get mad at because you know it's just like oh well you know it happens but <laughs> so you raced a lot of racetracks. You raced two in Florida here this year in this this deal, and and uh, two entirely different types of tracks here in Florida. New Smyrna, of course, nothing at all like um, uh, you know Charlotte's a bull ring by comparison, I suppose. One way to say it. What'd you What'd you think of the overall um, deal and experience there at the track? It was um, it was different. You know, you go to New Smyrna, you know, and since they repaved that. That racetrack two years ago, it's, you know, an incredible amount of grip. Um, it, it is really, really hard to get the car sideways. Um, but then you go to Charlotte County Speedway where there's no grip, and it's, you kind of got to work backwards of what you run at New Smyrna. And with it being flat, you know, you can run a lot softer on the front end. You know, you can run a little bit bigger right rear. But, uh, you know, it's just, you know, it was so much fun running at Charlotte County. It's you know you get through one and two and it's a little bit smooth and you hit three and four and it's ungodly bumpy. <laughs> That's yes. There's a pothole down there. You didn't know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Six of them. <laughs> but I tell you what, you put on a great show. The fans absolutely loved it. Good. It was it was a great race to watch. We had a lot of fun. So thank you so much for uh, putting on a great show. Yeah, no problem. Because yeah, it wasn't you know, there wasn't any fans there. We really shouldn't be there to begin with. You know, so it's. You know, it's just a big show. So, That's what do you right. think you're going to do next year? Uh, we're probably going to do the same thing. Um, you know, in the ASA Late Model South Series, and uh, when the ASA Challenge Series comes up, we'll uh, we'll do, probably do that. If we're uh, you know, if we got enough money to do that, then uh, you know, we might come run um, like speed weeks at New Smyrna, and just uh, you know, a little nick pick big races here and there. But uh, ain't ain't no really telling right now. Just uh, you know, it all depends on how much funding we have. Uh, Y'all got plenty of gas up there now? <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it is. I just went by a gas station over here at my, my buddy's house right now. I went by it. It was 259 
What Ooh, an adventure. Uh, yeah, David lives up just like north of Atlanta and, and of course, you know, we had yeah. what a whole, whole month of like no gasoline available. I mean there was some races canceled in Georgia because mm-hmm. of that. Hey David, uh, let me ask you something about the uh, crate motors and the cars. Now that you know you've run them some and uh, uh, you've run against other guys that have them, um, yeah. how do you feel about the uh, fairness of the motors? Well, that, that, that's hard to tell. Um, you know, even though they have seals on these engines that prevent people from getting in these engines, you can still, there's a way to get the seals off, and there's a way to go to General Motors or Ford and get these seals <laughs> and put, do whatever you need to do to the motor and put them back on. But, uh, you know, as far as what ASA does to them, as far as how strict they are, um, I mean, there's been some races this year where they pulled the um, top three, top five engines out of the cars and them straight to Michigan to get them torn down and get them checked and see who's cheating. And last year we had one caught, I think. But um, I like it because, you know, five, $6,000, you can go to Ford or General Motors and buy an engine, but then you spend an extra $3,000 to get a fresh and then, you know, put the pumps on and everything. So you probably got a total of about $10,000 in these crate motors versus thirty $35,000 in a built motor. It's, you know, that's 20, 20-something thousand you saved right there just on an engine. Have you had the so, same one all year? Yes, we've had the same one all year. Um, actually, we just bought the brand new one. We started running them in 2004, and we ran that engine all the way till the end of last year without refreshing the engine, which was uh, about four years. So, so, I mean, they're very, very reliable because, you know, we only turn them, you know, 6,300 RPMs just as long as you, you know, keep the valve springs changed. You don't have to worry about pulling the engine out and refreshing it. Hey, guys, um, for, I don't know, there's prob- I'm probably the only person out there that needs this explained to them, but... What does refreshing the engine mean? Go ahead, you tell her. <laughs> refreshing pr- pretty much means just get, it's just another uh, phrase of just saying rebuilt. Oh, okay. Just, um, you know, new pistons, new rods. Oh, just say that to begin with. Then they don't have to I'm ask silly questions. On the top. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me ask Let's you spray one it with some Febreze. about this, okay? Now, yeah. now, you raced the other night. You finished seventh. Do you feel like that... Um, Colt James or Justin Larson or Jimmy Lang had anything different than what you've got under the hood? Uh, well, Colt certainly does use a Ford, and uh, Larson there a Ford, and Jimmy is a uh, Chevrolet. But um, no, nah, I mean it, it's so hard to tell, especially at Charlotte County, because I mean you're so you know go stop, go stop, go stop the whole entire time, yeah. and it's so hard to tell, you know. Okay, who's got more power than who? You know, going on straight away. So, did anybody run the outside? Uh, I didn't. <laughs> I don't know if anybody did, but uh, I saw some people try it, but I never saw anybody make it work. But uh, no, I couldn't. I couldn't make it work. I tried it in practice, and there wasn't no way. <laughs> yeah, we see a lot of people try it. The last person I can absolutely remember doing it successfully was Wayne Anderson. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the other Wayne Jefferson. No, the one from Auburndale. Uh, Hank- oh, Wayne Morris. Yeah, Wayne Morris, man. He, he. I, I'm surprised he wasn't there. 
I really am surprised that he wasn't there to run. I see Kevin Macy only finished 95 laps. I don't see any of the guys that normally run, um, you know, the, the, the late model series that uh, Bobby runs there, the regular late model series. I didn't see too many of them guys even in the top ten. Yeah. Well, that just, you know, it goes to show you how competitive this ASA late model series is. It's, you know, it's it's just the personnel and the people you have competing against is, you know, so high. It's yeah. Some of these guys have some real. I mean, they got some real teams there. They got some. Oh yeah. They got some. Some. You know, like you were talking about the Larsons. I mean, there's some real. Well, the Larsons stout have a team stuff for a, for a family. Those guys have a huge racing family. Been racing forever. Sure. Oh yeah. Sure. Mom. Oh, mom was uh, Justin's mom was uh, a champion in uh, one of the classes. I forget it was many stocks or whatever, but. Uh, at Sunshine Speedway. Yeah, they're spread out more than you think. I believe that Jimmy Cope married a Larson, as a matter of fact. I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm on the air talking about it, but I know that it was spread around, uh, you know, as far as, like, that racing name uh, at Sunshine Speedway and Justin Larson. Uh, it doesn't surprise me to see him up in the front of any kind of standings in racing. Yeah. Then you get people, you know, like, um, you know, Jimmy Lang, you know, which they put every dime they have into racing because they love it so much. You know, remortgage their house, do everything they can. Then you got guys like, um, you know, Colt James, where he works at, you know, Roush Yates Engines up there in Mooresville. Sure. It's, you know, you got people like that you're competing against, which they're getting all that feedback from. Yeah, and, and other than engineers, it's, you know, it's, it's hard to compete against it, but it's, so much fun. And yeah, also a, a variety of a wide variety of ages too yeah, behind the wheel and, and experience. Wayne, and Wayne Morris, he he competed in the ASA late model series a little bit last year and uh, not with a great deal of success and it was a very you know, a little more it's expensive to go doing the travel deal. I'm I'm surprised like Rob said, I'm maybe a little surprised that he didn't uh, come down to Charlotte. But uh, you know, and, and uh, we tried to get a hold of Jimmy Lang today, uh, but we weren't able to. But you know, David, that was you were at the first race of the year at Bronson. Yep. And uh, you probably remember that. That was a. That was. <laughs> oh, a, for 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 Jimmy Lang, that was a pretty emotional deal. His uh, his best friend had had just died, and and his whole team, and they were all really uh, shook up over that. And they went out and they won that race, and it was a just a huge huge deal. Oh, yeah. But I remember oh, yeah. I remember you were down in. Uh, I just got the picture. It just occurred to me. You ended up down in turn one. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, me and Jimmy had a little altercation. Yeah, yeah, I just remembered that it it just came to me the whole the whole shot there. That was uh, yeah, yeah, it, uh, that wasn't a wasn't a fun night. But, <laughs> but you handled it well. I remember that really good. Now. That was you handled that well up at Bronson, man. I really, it was a, you know, you can't, you know, situations like that. It's you know, first race of the season. It, you know, it's. It was a good start. We weren't going to let that, even though, you know, we're stuck down in turn one, you know, with a blown radiator. We weren't going to let that, you know, penalize our whole year. Yeah. So, you know, you always got to keep a smile on your face, and you always got to keep going. So. Well, well, good enough. That's all right, man. Good deal. I'll tell you, Colt James, he sure got the name for a race car driver, don't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a great name. Yeah, he's, he's from Texas, so there. <laughs> Yeah. He's a little 
strange. <laughs> Texas transplanted to North Carolina. Well, David, I mean, I appreciate you spending some time with us here again on uh, Inside Florida Racing, man, and uh, look forward to uh, seeing you out there on the on the track next year, man. All right, thank you, sir. Take it easy, David. Good night, David. Yeah, that was right. a great race Saturday night. Sorry you couldn't have been there, Rob. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen it. You know, I'm, I'm glad that it all went off good and the weather was good and that there was a bunch of people there and everybody had a good time and nobody got hurt. Hey, Rob, I, I, I ran into one of your friends Saturday night, Dutch. Oh, yeah? And he asked me where you're at. Oh, I'm so mad at Dutch. And I looked at him and I went, well, Dutch, Rob's not going to come here anymore. And he's like, why not? I'm like... Uh, Dutch, he doesn't live here anymore. He's up in Tampa. And he goes, oh, come on, you're kidding me. You're playing a game with me. I'm like, no, no, he's not. He goes, well, you know what? He said something to me, but I thought he was joking around. I'm like, no, he was telling you the truth. He's he's so full of it. You know what? And I'm so aggravated with him because I he told me on uh, the last time I came to the race, he's like, oh, I, need, I told him I need you to come help me tomorrow. My dad's down here. He's got the trailer. We're going to load up. I need a little help. Oh, yeah, I'll be there. Anything you need, I'll be there. But you want to come stay at night? No, no, I'm going home and I'll be there in the morning. I said, all right, well, we want to be done by noon so we can get out of there. I call him and call him and call him. He didn't answer. He really is something like <laughs> your friend Dutch. Your friend Dutch. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. I wanted to share that with you. Anyways, Jack, um, your friend Dutch really jacked me around. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's he's Jack's friend now. Jack's friend, Dutch. Thanks, Nick. Th- thanks, Rob. I tell you what, man, hang on just a second. Cece's going to talk about this uh, upcoming deal with the checkered okay. flag deal. Yes, I am uh, working with Don Reams and his great organization, the Checkered Flag Sprint Series. And they'll be racing again out the Charlotte County Motorsports Park coming up on Saturday, November 1st. And... We have decided to put together a fun family night the night before, so that makes it Halloween. And you can join us from 6 to 9 p.m. on Halloween at the Brickhouse Pizza and Italian Grill. That's in the King's Crossing Plaza right on King's Highway in Port Charlotte. That's uh, easy landmark to see is in this plaza is the big Winn-Dixie, and there's a Walgreens out front. And the Brickhouse Pizza and Italian Grill welcoming race car drivers. They want to do a lot of events with different racing series there. We we can bring some cars down. So on Halloween, we're going to have some sprint cars set up out front for the kids to climb in and get their pictures taken. And they get to meet some uh, real race car drivers that you know kids always love to do. Plus, we're going to have Halloween candy. We're going to have a little... Halloween costume contest for the kids with some great prizes like first place will be a $75 gift certificate to Toys R Us followed up by uh, second place will be a $50 certificate to the Brickhouse Pizza and Italian Grill and a $25 gift certificate to Brickhouse for the third place winner. We're going to have lots of fun. Um, We're going to be passing out discount coupons so you can save money when you go to the race on November 1st. Also, registering people to win free tickets for the race on November 1st, as well as your chance to win a C.C. Brooks limited edition uh, racing cap. That's also, we'll have a registration box for that. And uh, the the restaurant is going to have specials on beer and on pizza and and meals. And we're just going to have a lot of good time. We hope families will come on out. And also, um, we'll probably be doing... um, one of Real Racing USA's live radio programs from there 
Full Throttle Friday will broadcast uh, from this event. And we just invite everybody to come on down and join us. If you have kids, dress them up in a costume. Come on down. Let them climb inside the sprint cars, get their pictures taken. The costume contest will start at 7.30. The event starts at 6 o'clock. You can come down, have dinner with us. I'm looking forward to having dinner there at the Brick House because the Brick House is one of my sponsors, and they bring me lunch every Wednesday to the Kicks Country Studio. And I'll tell you, Jack, Brick House Pizza and Italian Grill, some of the best food you've ever had. Well, I guess I'm going to find out. We are going to have a good time. We invite everybody to come on down and join us. Yeah, that's cool. You know, and we have some other things um, happening that weekend, too. Um, up in Ocala, they have the topless late models. On Topless late models, topless huh? Topless late models coming, yeah. Um, just go to Ocala Speedway. Ch- check your mic. Just, just, just. I don't think you're open up far enough. Yeah, probably, there you go. Probably not. I was trying to keep I want everybody down. to hear you. But, um, yeah, that's at ocalaspeedway.com. Uh, find out all about the topless late model race coming on up there, and um, we'll have more about that later in the show. Right now, speaking of Ocala, they had the uh, faster faster race this weekend, and uh, well, I'm glad it worked out because I know Mike was worried they weren't going to get enough cars. Yeah, and so Rob, I got to tell you now, you have to to mind your manners, okay, for at least the next ten minutes. Oh, everything's fine. As we introduce, we'll get along perfectly. As we introduce the Reverend. Larry Miller, the winner of the Faster Passer race this past Friday night in Ocala. Reverend, welcome to Inside Florida Racing. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Thank you for inviting me. Well, um, my name is Cece. On the phone with me is my colleague, Rob Bonehead-Elding. And, of course, you've already spoke with Jack. And So, was this the first time you've ever been in a race car? Uh, not the first time I've ever been in a race car. It's the first time that I've ever raced. Okay, now it's the first time. So you've never raced a car and no experience on the dirt either then? Uh, no, ma'am, I had not. So tell, tell, well, first of all, tell us how you got involved. Well, we have, uh, a, um, in our church, we have a member and daughter that drive. And um, my understanding was that the uh, daughter, Courtney, said if uh, the pastor would, take, um, would get in that race, I would let him use my car. And uh, Courtney's 14 years old, so I thought I could not turn that down. So that's kind of one of the first ways I got into it. Mm-hmm. And um, they started uh, talking it up, and the church got behind it, and I thought it would be a great idea and a lot of fun, a lot of things to uh, just have a family atmosphere with. Now, did many members of your church come out to watch you race? Um, we had quite a few. Um, I don't know exactly how many we had. They invited a lot of friends and um, come out. I, I know that the uh, raceway um, gave back, uh, I think, a dollar per ticket. Uh, we ended up with 29 so $29, so I guess there was at least 29 anyway that said that they were from Ocala Springs. Well, that's wonderful. Now, tell everyone about your experience. Did you have a good time? I really had a great time. I had two good coaches, uh, Mike um, Eubanks and his daughter. Courtney was really my um, my encouragement through that. I watched her race several times, and I thought, well, if she can do this and do as well as she's doing, then that would be good. And they just kind of told me where to stay and kind of what to try to do, and I tried to do it. And uh, we just uh, we, we, we ended up on top somehow. Now, Larry, tell me, um, 
something was going on with Reverend Blaine Witt and uh, Reverend John Outlaw that uh, allowed you to get in the lead. What happened? Did you spin them out? Uh, no, sir. I can't take the credit for that. They did that all by themselves. <laughs> uh, I, I just stayed behind them. Um, and uh, as they came around, I kind of thought to myself they were down a little low, so I'll go up a little bit higher. Next thing I know that they were tangled up together and, and uh, gave me the opportunity. I didn't get a good opportunity to thank uh, Pastor Outlaw for letting me do that, <laughs> but uh, it was it was a fun time. Now, Larry, I hope that you uh, took the chance in the winter circle to uh, at least give a little sermon there to the uh, owner, Mike Peters, you know, and maybe bless that place. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, um, I've met um, Mr. Peters and his wife, and, and I think that they... They surely have in mind what they would like to see for Ocala, and that is to have a place where um, families can come and have fun and just, um, you know, enjoy themselves. And uh, they're, they're providing that, and they're doing a great job of it. And, and uh, I sure appreciate them to, to give us an opportunity to go out there. And hopefully we, uh, we um, made some laugh, and hopefully that they just had a good time. And I understand he had a... A lot of good comments, so um, that's really what it was all about. We just wanted to have a good time and have fun. Now, Reverend Miller, if the, if the uh, opportunity presents itself again, will you race again? I would. Uh, in fact, I was um, had made comment that I would warm their car up any time that they want to. I think they call them hot laps. I said, <laughs> I'll do that any, for you any time you want me to. <laughs> I don't think that will happen, but I volunteered anyway. Now, Larry, what, what do you think about... Um the promotion that it does at the racetrack for the churches, did you have any new people come to the church on Sunday? Because um, of the race? I, I don't know that they came just because of the race. Um, you know, we didn't do any kind of a, a question or survey for any of that, um, you know, the people that we had there. But, um, uh, you know, I, I'm sure that there are probably a lot of people that, that may have gotten a, a different kind of look of pastors and and saying that we're people too, we like uh, to have fun, and we get out there <laughs> and do something like that. Maybe it might give them a a, a better look. Well, I I think that that would be great because you know I'm a religious person myself, and uh, believe it or not, Jack, and uh, I think that um, it's great to bring uh, you know uh, a little bit of the religion into racing. You know, it's not something that needs to be flooded with it. You know, put down people's throat, but in the same token, just like you said, to realize that. You know, preacher's human too. He likes to race just like anyone else, and uh, you know, I just think it's a good thing all the way around. You guys ought to do it once a month. Well, my understanding is this was the first time I think this was the first time Ocala has done it, and um, it was uh, the first annual. So I'm sure that they're probably going to try it next year, and I hope I have an opportunity to be in there. But you know, um, talking about racing, you know, the, the Bible talks about race. Paul said he was in a great race, so. All of life is a race. One thing I learned about it is that it really makes no difference where you started in the race. It's where you end up. And uh, that's just kind of like life. You know, we're going to, it's what the end of our life is going to be and who we're going to stand before at the end of that. So it was just a great experience. And I, 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 I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I'm just thankful that either out of luck or whatever happened, we ended up there and, and it was fun. I know all the pastors wanted to win, but. Uh, we just happened to hit that lucky streak, I think. Well, you know, maybe you could uh, throw it before the congregation, and maybe uh, somebody will uh, give you a car, you know. 
something they wanted to get rid of anyways, and then you can put your church all over it. Because I'm sure that uh, it's something that Mike would probably like to do more often, and I think it's a good thing to promote church to uh, all the people at the racetrack. But I, I think he's doing real well in trying to promote uh, not only that, but he's trying to you know promote family thing. I, I know one thing that I was encouraged to hear that they were going to do, and that was that that night they um, did not uh, serve any alcohol beverages. And um, when I looked over at the concession stands, they were all packed, so I don't think that hurt them too much for that. And I, I even heard a few people say that it was good for that one time. And, and that's just part of it that, you know, we can have fun. People can have fun and do different things and, and um, you know, just uh, just be uh, natural with our lives with. And, and I, I thought that was, a, that was a big step, I think, that he took to do that, and, and um, I, I appreciate him doing that. Well, I know I'm looking forward to talking to uh, my pastor and see if he'd be interested in participating in the next Faster Pastor race at Charlotte County Motorsports Park. I think he'd have a good time. I think that'd be a good thing, CC. You know, it's something that should be promoted more. I know when it was originally uh, started, it was a huge promotion, right, Jack? At Charlotte County, it certainly was. They had like 15 15 or 16 Mm -hmm. teams. Um, They ran a 50-lap race, which probably was little more than they should have but it was packed uh, the grandstands it packed the grandstands uh, in the hill yeah it was yeah. it was a pretty cool event how was the um how was the fans there uh larry was it packed yes sir uh, well i think it was pretty well packed um i i have i don't make it out there each week but i know that there were quite a few in there that i had seen and and um you know i, I learned too that the fans are really do excite the drivers um you know we standing on one side of that fence and watching the drivers and that then after getting out there i realized that there were people up there that were cheering and encouraging and and uh it made a difference i think it kind of pumps up the adrenaline a little bit and but um there were there were a lot of people in the stands yes sir well that sounds good you know and uh i'm glad that you got to have the experience you know i mean you kind of got all of it not only the racing experience but you got to experience the win as well so the next thing, I guess, you're going to have to experience a loss <laughs> <laughs> or a spin-out or something. I, I think something has to has to come out of it, yes, sir. I think you're right. <laughs> well, that's good, Larry. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us on Inside Floor Racing. And, uh, D.C., anything else you want to add? Well, um... No, it's been my pleasure speaking with you tonight, Reverend, and um, I'm glad you had a lot of fun out there on the track at Ocala, and I, I hope you get the chance to do it again, and thank you so much for joining us. Well, I thank you for giving us a call, and I appreciated it. We enjoyed it very much. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, Rob, I think what we're going to do now is, now we couldn't have Patrick Sarpoli on a few minutes ago, as I said. Because Patrick is in the middle of midterms and won't be available until about uh, quarter to nine. So we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and talk with uh, probably Marty Little about the uh, upcoming huge event at Orlando Speed World. And Marty's always uh, he's one of the most knowledgeable um, people about Florida racing and its history. And uh, we'll look forward to talking to him here in a few minutes. DC, do you think your uh, preacher can uh, hang? Um, you know what? I I think I think my pastor could probably do a really good job. I'm gonna talk to him about it, um, and we'll see we'll see if he's interested, and then see if I can round up a car. Yeah, well, I think it's a good deal. All right, we'll be right back. 
presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Bathroom Stall Dirty Joke Writer. Mr. Bathroom Stall Dirty Joke Writer. Armed with your trusty marker, you do the impossible. Make an incredibly dirty place even dirtier. Scribble it down now. Your jokes make us pee our pants. Lucky for us, they're down around our ankles. Yeah! You answer our most vexing question. Whatever happened to the man from Nantucket? Oh, that's a good one. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, oh ruler of the rhyme. Because when we're looking for a good time, we call you. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Are you ready to win? If so, it's time to move up the five-star race car bodies. Five-star race car bodies designs and manufactures the highest quality race car body components. Short tracks, drag strips, road courses, and even in the desert, five-star has one driving passion to help you win. Five-star race bodies designs and manufactures for NASCAR, Grand Am, NHRA, IHRA, SCCA, Short Track Asphalt, Short Track Dirt, USAC, USAR, Hooters Pro Cup, and the ASA Late Model Series. Find out more today. FiveStarBodies.com. Hi, I'm Anthony Canby, driver of the number 81 Waterside Realty Royalties Fast Truck, and you're listening to Real Race in USA. Welcome back. It's Inside Florida Racing, your special Tuesday edition. Okay, Jack, you wanted to know Ocala Speedway happening on Halloween night. This is what you can prepare for up there Bud Zone Night, $3,000 to win, lids off late model, spectacular. V8 Thunderstock, Mini Stocks, Gladiators, Trick or Treat in a Costume Contest during intermission for all kids. So it's going to be another family-friendly night at Ocala. Yeah, and they're really excited about the um, about the uh, topless uh, late model races. It'll be the first time in a long, long time that there uh, will be a... a all the cars will be topless at Dirt Lake Models. No, that would be neat. Now, when uh, United Dirt Lake Models were at Charlotte, Sean went topless because I asked him to, and he was the only one that did, and it was cool. And he was, he was going topless regardless of what anybody else had That's to say. That's right. Then they started to tell him he couldn't do that, <laughs> and he stuck to it and did it, and it yeah. was great. Yeah, he did. Uh, so that'll be uh, cool. And the guys like it because, pe- you know... People, the fans in the grands can can see mm-hmm. how hard those guys are working because yeah. those guys in those dirt late models, they're working. Yeah. Yes, they are. And they we are. have uh, Orlando Speed World coming up this weekend. Um, is uh, a pretty special race, the Marion Edwards uh, Memorial Race, and uh, has a bit of a Hialeah connection. Uh, welcome to Inside Florida Racing, Marty Little. How are you guys doing tonight? Always, man. It's always great to have you on and talk about stuff. Tell us about this big deal, man. Well, the uh, the Marion Edwards um, 
was one of the longest running uh, races at Hialeah. Started in the in the fall of 1969, and it ran through 2004. And it honored the uh, the memory of Marion Edwards Jr., who was uh, who was fatally injured in a late model accident at New Smyrna in 19 in the summer of 1969. And uh, as in talking to Rusty in February. He wanted to do, uh, have some kind of a special event there at Speed World and thought that he could pump something up. And Don Narone recommended to him that it be the Marion Edwards. And uh, Rusty got with me, and we got with the Edwards family, and voila, everything is coming together pretty nicely for Friday night. And this this ran for how long at Hialeah? It ran from, from uh, 69, from October of 69 until 2004. Yeah, Wow. So, and from what I understand now, there's going to be a, a lot of the family members uh, are going to be there. I understand and, uh, all the family members except one brother will not be there. So, of the Edwards family, you're probably talking 10 or 12 people, something like that. Yeah. Well, give us a sense of this, uh, what you think this is uh, going to mean to the whole racing community deal well, here. Well, the people that, that know about it, that, that appreciated um, the Edwards family and knew about it from Hialeah will probably be just thrilled to death, and from all the feedback I've gotten, that's the case. Uh, the folks up there in Central Florida may not be quite aware of the history of, of the Edwards race and what he meant to the racing community, and certainly with Hialeah being gone, I think it's great that Rusty and, and Don and Fast Car has welcomed everybody to come to Speed World to do this. Yeah, go ahead, Rob. Well, it sounds like a, a, a great event, you know, and uh, sounds like it's going to be a bunch of people that'll be there as, as usual. How, how how long has this gone on? Since 1969, 69 through 2004. Wow. Yeah, and, and the, 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 the list of winners reads like a who's who. Bobby Brack, Randy Tissot, Billy Barnwell, uh, Larry Rojero, Mike McCrary, uh, Gary Ballou, um, Tom Duckworth. Uh, Mike Eddy came down from Michigan and won it in 1983 when a bunch of the out-of-state cars were down for it. And it's varied from 200 laps to 150 laps to twin 50s to 125 laps. It's been all over the map. Uh, as far as distance goes, but it's always been a, a pretty successfully supported race. And from what I understand, uh, at least the racers portion of it are, is are going to come out in, in force on Friday night. And there's probably going to be a whole ton of people coming up from uh, from the Hialeah I, area. I think so. I mean, um, Joe Winchell is going to be there with a brand new Hampke Late model for Jim McCoy, and, and Jim is a former track champion at Hialeah. Uh, Buddy Griffin is going to be there. He lives over in Titusville now, and he's going to bring a reproduction 1966 Chevelle late model with him that some of you may have seen at New Smyrna in February that is absolutely gorgeous. Looks like the car that he ran at Hialeah for a couple of seasons. Billy Barnwell will be there. Understand Bobby Brack and Larry Rojero may be there. Danny Maddox is coming up for sure. Stephen David Weaver. Tommy Model, a longtime mechanic and car owner at Hialeah who built this replica car for Griffin, is going to be there. Um, we may have both David Russells there. Orlando David Russell, whether you know it or not, started his career at Hialeah. And David Russell, that runs the mini stock at Orlando now, uh, is a former track champion at Hialeah in the mini stocks, and he lives down in Palm Bay. Uh, Wayne Anderson, understands is going to be there. And, and uh, while he you know, didn't really start his career, at Hialeah, the connection with his dad, Dick, uh, a multi-time Marion Edwards winner, certainly is strong there. Teddy LaFleur, some of you might remember him, and the guy, Junior, from Fort Pierce, understand he's coming up. So it ought to be a fun night. 
Is there any other races that are going to be going on that night besides the uh, late model? Uh, I don't know what the schedule is, to be honest with you. I'm sure that they're not going to have strictly just a late model race. I'm sure they're going to have some of their support divisions, but I'm not aware of what they might be. Expecting yeah. a big field? I would think so. I would think that they're going to uh, definitely definitely have have a big field. Uh, Jim Tuning is another name that just came to mind, and Jeff Lacerra, uh, another another runner, ran at both Palm Beach and Hialeah. Two more guys that are going to come up. So. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be good and and like I say I, I don't know exactly what support divisions Orlando will have but I'm sure yeah they they have uh, Marty they're gonna have uh, sportsmen super stocks uh, mini stocks uh, racing 20 laps each then they're gonna have an intermission and an on track autograph session and uh, then of course the uh, Marion e- Edwards Memorial and then uh, afterwards the strictly stocks are gonna run 20 laps and this is two. It's a uh, Norwich Tampaco Sunbelt uh, Super Late Model Series race, so it's uh, it's a big deal that way too. Well, it is a big deal because the fellows that are in the points there are certainly going to want to come out and support that and be be part of that whole deal, um, and that's good. Wayne Anderson is the was the last winner of the Marion Edwards at uh, at Hialeah in 2004, so certainly he'll want to have a good showing. And Joe Winchell, as I mentioned, is going to be there. He won the race in. In uh, 2002, a couple of recent wins for those guys. Winchell also won it in 97. Uh, and Jim McCoy, who's going to be his car owner, won it in 94. And Winchell's first win there in the race came in 1988. So there's certainly a lot of, of history both on track and, and guys that will be roaming the pits and just to, you know, see what, what's going on with everybody. Maybe a little, little bit of a, of a, uh, uh, a many, uh, get together a sort of like a, a reunion of sorts and uh, has anything uh, been talked about of any any kind of real concreteness about getting a a, a reunion together for uh, folks from uh, Hialeah uh, Marty well not not really hardcore there has been talk about trying to there's so many guys that left South Florida and moved to North Carolina there's a couple guys that are trying to possibly put something together in, in North Carolina and that might work, but certainly there aren't a lot of people that would travel from South Florida up there for that, I don't think. Uh, I understand that uh, based on one of the reunions from, from Sunshine for a year ago or whatever was very successful, and hopefully um, we can gather some people from, uh, from Hialeah and Palm Beach because obviously that track's been gone since the end of 83 as well, and, and you could have like a whole South Florida reunion. But as far as I know, there's nothing concrete at this time. But uh, I'm sure something something's going to come along here. Well, yeah, I tell you that we worked. Uh, you know, we're pretty directly involved in the the thing with the, the, the first Sunshine reunion, right? Uh, and uh, 1,800 people. It was uh, it, it was mind boggling. Uh, we we were not at all expecting. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure if if it were done correctly, that certainly um, something like that could be could be handled in South Florida. There is talk of a. Uh, Palm Beach area reunion during the South Florida Fair in January of next year at the at the South Florida Fairgrounds. I don't know uh, exactly where that lies at this point, but there has been some talk about the fair board wanting to get some old racers and stuff together. But uh, as I say, I don't know any concrete details on it. Yeah, but you got to have Hollywood there. Oh yeah, got to have Hollywood. I mean, obviously everybody that that raced in Hollywood was either a Hialeah or Palm Beach racer as well. So with a with a few exceptions. So yeah, we we do that as well. I was talking about Mike Franklin Jr. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh, that Hollywood, yeah, yeah. He'll probably be there. Yeah, he, 
we can get him off his lawnmower and get him up there, that'd be fine. About the only places he race anymore is, is Charlotte County, but uh, we'll see what happens. All right. Well, I'll tell you, we'll look forward to it. We'll be there on Friday. Rusty's uh, talked me into making the trip, so I look forward to it, man. It's going to well, be a great day. Well, there. We're going we're gonna to come up, bust out of Lauderdale about 3 o'clock and head that direction, and uh, we'll see you and, and tell a few lies and chat and catch up on, on the racing world. All right. Never lie. Talk to you then, Marty, and thanks a lot for spending a few minutes with us here My tonight. My pleasure. Thanks for having me aboard. Bye. All right, bye-bye. Well, yeah. have it. Sounds like it's going to be a big one. Friday yeah. night, October. Well, I'll tell you, 4th. Rusty is just off the charts uh, excited about this thing, Rusty Marcus, since he talked about it last week, and uh, he hasn't slowed down a bit. You know, speaking of uh, tracks from the past, people keep coming up to me, guys, and asking me if I know the story about the track that used to be in Punta Gorda. I think, was it out on Oilwell Road or somewhere near out out there that way. You know what you tell them? What, what's the story about that? It was never there. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> don't I tell mean, her that, I mean, Rob. how, I mean, wh- when, when was it? I don't know. I'll tell you what. What we'll do is we'll track I'm curious. I'm interested. I'd like to have somebody on here there to talk go. about this. We'll, we'll, we'll just have to do that. I don't know anything. I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple of years ago. As a matter of fact, there's supposedly, if I remember correctly, there was a lot of talk about this a couple of years ago on the Met Karnak message boards and stuff. People were uh, talking about it. and Apparently, you can still go see remnants. Um, listen, who was it? Somebody was telling me, and I, ha- I can't remember. It'll come to, to my what people. What are you talking about? Listen to this now. This is too cool. The guy who was talking to us about this used to work at Charlotte, and it'll come to me in a minute, I'm sure, mm-hmm. what his name is. But he was the flagman at this track. Really? And it's on Fullwell Road. Listen to me now. This is crazy. The drivers finally got so mad at the flagman, they killed him. They tied him to the hood of a car and <laughs> drove around the track. I can't think of who that was right now. <laughs> it was... They road-wired him. They tied him. Oh, yeah. That is funny. We'll, we'll have to come up with that. I'll, I'll remember well, it. We need, we need to find someone who was involved this in... Is your, this is your homework, okay? You need to figure out all the information about that racetrack by next week. You know I'm over here Googling away right now. There you go. Racetrack, Oil Road. I can't believe that you're telling me this. Oh, yeah, they took the guy. By next week? I'm a little busy. Okay, thanks. No pressure on me. Linda, I know you're listening. And somebody I, in Linda Charlotte knows, knows what, what we're Lin, talking about. Linda knows exactly what I'm talking about, too, with the guy being tied onto the, mm-hmm. the hood of the car. It's really crazy. But He really did that? For real. I'm t- they told me the story like it was <laughs> the God's honest truth, I'm, I man. am pretty sure it was out on Oilwell Road. I'm looking it up. Or someplace out, you know, back out in... Uh, anyway, I'll tell you what. We're going to talk to... Uh, Future what? show. Yeah. Do you have some other things, or do we need to take a break? Um, actually, no, we can go ahead and uh, we can take a break and uh, then we'll get back because I'm really excited. I want to talk to Patrick Strapoli. I'm, I'm so thrilled that this young man's going to be going off to Harvard.
following is a presentation of Real Racing USA. Carnac.com, your online racing community since 1997. Carnac.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Carnac.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Carnac gets it done. This is Shaw Smith, driver of the 17 SS Dirt Late Model. Central Sheds and Trailers champion for 2007. And you're listening to Inside Florida Racing. Presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Bathroom Stall Dirty Joke Writer. Mr. Bathroom Stall Dirty Joke Writer. Armed with your trusty marker, you do the impossible. Make an incredibly dirty place even dirtier. Scribble it down now. Your jokes make us pee our pants. Lucky for us. They're down around our ankles. You answer our most vexing question. Whatever happened to the man from Nantucket? Oh, that's a good one. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, oh ruler of the rhyme. Because when we're looking for a good time, we call you. Oh, Mr. Bathroom Stall Duty Joe Pryder. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Are you ready to win? If so, it's time to move up to five-star race car bodies. Five-star race car bodies designs and manufactures the highest quality race car body components. Short tracks, drag strips, road courses, and even in the desert, five-star has one driving passion, to help you win. Five-star race bodies designs and manufactures for NASCAR, Grand Am, NHRA, IHRA, SCCA, short track asphalt, short track dirt, USAC, USAR, Hooters Pro Cup, and the ASA Late Model Series. Find out more today, fivestarbodies.com. And we're back. It's Inside Florida Racing, your special Tuesday edition. Hey, Rob. Bonehead? Yes, I'm here. I'm excited. I I think we have a special guest on the line. Oh, yes, we do. Oh, yes, we do. Showtime. The one, the only. Showtime, Sean Smith. What's up, big daddy? Woohoo! Hey there, Sean. How you doing, Cece? I am doing good. I can't wait to see a Saturday night out at Clouston. Yes, I'm looking forward to it myself. So, uh, are you getting ready? At East Bay, uh, you got to be kind of fired up about that women's house. Yeah, I am. I'm real fired up about it. I've been uh, I've been trying to win a feature at East Bay for a long time, and it sure felt good to finally win one. Well, congratulations, Sean. Yeah, buddy. Especially after the the weekend, the way it was going, the way 
I didn't know how it was going to turn out. So it yeah. was good to go in there and get a win. So now, so this makes what uh, three weeks, three wins, three tracks? Yeah, it. Uh, we won at Ocala three weeks ago on Friday night, and we're just on top of the world. And went to Volusia the very next night, and we're horrible. So we came back to Volusia. Well, we actually went to East Bay that Thursday night and practiced and was still horrible. So we changed a bunch of stuff around, went back to Volusia that next Saturday night and won again. And then we went to Brunswick this past weekend for the showdown on Thursday and Friday. And right before qualifying Friday night, uh, motor broke a retainer and broke. And so we drove home Friday night, got home Saturday morning, swapped motors, and went to East Bay Saturday night one. So it's kind of a roller coaster of a ride. Well, you know, it's a it's a well deserved uh, well deserved win for you. We are so proud of you. Of course, you know that uh, all of us here at Inside Florida Racing, big fans of yours, and I'm predicting that you're going to have a good night this Saturday. Well, I'm sure hoping. I need it. I need a good night down there. You know, we're. We're not out of that point still yet, so we need a good run this week, and we can stay alive in it. How many more races they got? Huh? Uh, two. They got this week and a race at East Bay in a couple of weeks. And that's it. Then that's the, the East Bay race is the last race that's of the, your that's season. The finale, yeah. Yeah. It was supposed to be the race at Shreven, but it got canceled, so it went from three to two. And this week uh, is, uh, if you're going to win down at Henry County, this would be the week to do it, I suppose. Yeah, considering paying seven thousand a win, that's definitely the one you want. To win. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, man. It's not not that many races flying around where you can go pick up that kind of paycheck. No, we were lucky last year. We were lucky. We won a you know a, a three thousand a win race and a couple fifteen hundred a win races and even a, a five thousand a win race last year at Cluiston. So you know. To pick up a seven thousand to win one, that's a pretty big deal. Anywhere in the country, you win a seven thousand dollar to win a race, and that's a pretty big deal. So, what do you got to do? I mean, obviously, there's a lot of things got to go right, but what do you got to do to win down there, man? Uh, basically, you gotta you gotta start up front or somewhere near the front, because I mean, I don't know what kind of racetrack we're gonna have when we get there, because you know, it's been a while. Well, it's been since March, I believe, or April since we've raced there. So I don't know what it's been of, it's been closed for a while too. Yeah, they got yeah, washed you know, out, washed a lot of rain, hard with the hurricanes and all that stuff that came through there. So I'm not sure what we're going to get. So I imagine it's not going to be any different than any other time though. We're going to have to start near the front and not overdrive and kind of be consistent and stay right there and have a chance at it. Yeah, and this is a big deal too. I mean, this is a Kim Allen Memorial. It's a very big deal. A very close friend of of. Uh, uh, the promoter Ken Kenny. Um, it's big for the community. There's uh, money being raised for uh, to help a local uh, uh, children's uh, school thing. And I mean, it's it's just a big deal for all the way around. Yeah, I know that. I know they're giving half of the gate money, or they're giving some money to the local ESE for the schools down there. And sure, I understand. I didn't know Mr. Allen personally, but I understand he's a big part of the community down there, and you know, uh, was a well liked guy. So. You know, for them to have a race in his honor, I think that's pretty cool, you know. So hopefully uh, it'll be a good turnout. There'll be lots of people there. and Hopefully I'll be able to put on a show to please them. Showtime, that's what your name is. <laughs> so uh, what's up, Sean? Uh, you, you got a uh, 
Uh, you're starting a little race team there. You got somebody else's car you're working on there at the shop. What's going on? Who is that? Well, I got my cousin Raymond over here in the shop with me now. Uh, we're trying to get uh, another car together for him to drive just so I can. You know, this racing stuff, I mean, I don't want to talk about the economy or anything, get started on that, but, I mean, it's getting tight. I mean, I got to try to find a way to help pay for fuel and stuff so I can kind of put him in this car and split the stuff with him and, you know, try to make a little make some money to help pay for this stuff to go down the road and all. I mean, I don't know what I got to do. I've been trying to uh, to get some help from various people, but I just haven't been able to get any. I don't know if people think that I'm well off because of my truck and trailer or that I run all these races all over the place, but I do it because I love it. I mean, I don't know what else I would do. And luckily, here the past couple of weeks, I've been able to win some races, so that's helped things along. So, hey. But I'm just trying to supplement my racing a little bit by adding another car and see what I can, what he can do with that and kind of be our test deal from also on top of it. Hey, Sean, is, is Doughboy taking any responsibility for these wins? <laughs> uh, Doughboy and I, you know, we're both... Uh, well, Doughboy drives Bill Thompson's car, and Bill Thompson builds my motors for me. So, you know, Doughboy and I talk about every other day, and we just bounce stuff off of each other and, you know, come up with this, and he tries something, and I'll try something, and just it's kind of worked out well. I mean, the problem is is we're not on the same type of car. We're not in the same chassis, but a lot of it transfers over. Well, I was talking about the new wrap you got on that car. Well, he takes the responsibility for it actually looking better. <laughs> yeah. He uh he's got something new in the works. He he's already wanting to put another one on it. And I told him, man, I I mean I can't go buy a new sheet metal every other week for this thing. You know we can beat it out. You can't see it from the grandstand. It still looks good. Yeah. <laughs> but he's wanting to put a new wrap on it every other week. Yeah. Tell him to put your phone number on it for sponsors to call you. Yeah, that's what I need to do. I mean <laughs> that, that deal. I just know I know because I, I know my business is suffering, so I know everybody else's is and. But, boy, it would sure be nice to get somebody to help this deal out a little bit. Yeah, I hear you, man. It's tough. Yeah, which is it's tough for everybody. That's tough for the people going and watching races. I mean, with the prices of fuel and everything, you know, that's well, the commitment from everybody. Well, race I'll tell everybody. you what, Sean. The good thing is, for this race coming up this Saturday at the New Hendry County Speedway, one, we got gas prices coming down all over. That's and a good thing. Two, I got some cheap tickets for Cheap tickets, that's right. Buy your tickets early. You can still buy them in advance now for only $10, and they save 15 bucks. And yeah. how often do you get a chance to watch um, drivers of your caliber race for just $10? I mean, this is a great deal. Not very often. And just the drivers that are coming, I, I know Ivan's coming from what I've been told, you know. Yep. Ivan Lloyd, and I know Johnny Collins will be there, and Mark Whitener, and Keith Nozovich. I mean... There's some heavy hitters in the state of Florida that'll be there. So mm-hmm. If you want to see some good dirt late model racing, that's about as cheap as you're ever going to see it. Well, we keep saying that, you know, it's like all year long. I mean, the, the, the racers and the racing in the United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series is pretty special. And the last race at East Bay, um, I don't know if we've talked to you on the air since then. I, I can't remember, but, boy, that was uh, that was a just a barn burner, man, in the last mm, lap. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I uh, I unfortunately put the wrong tire on. It took too long for it to come in, so I didn't. I wasn't privy to all that racing in the front. I was I was battling with Richard Pratt, and uh, 
Keith and some of the guys around fifth and sixth right there. But yeah. I, know, I watched the video, and those guys put on one heck of a show from that video. Oh, boy. It was exciting. It was exciting to watch, no doubt. And I was glad to see, you know, Josh Peacock and I are pretty good friends, and uh, I was glad to see him win one. I, he's got a good car, and he's a pretty good driver, you know, and he's he's fast at East Bay. He'll be good at, he'll be good at Cluiston this week also. He'll be another one. He's run second there, I think, every time that he's been there, so. He, he'll be fast down there also. But like you said, you never know what you're going to get there. Nobody knows really can predict what the track's going to be like down there this time. Right. I mean, uh, I guess they've tried. They've raced on it the past couple of weeks, so that may have helped some to get some rubber mixed in with the clay down there. That'll help a little bit. You know, then it won't be as new of a racetrack because we know, you know, just like when Ocala first started this year, whenever – it's a fresh racetrack, and it doesn't have any rubber in it. It tends to tear up real bad and all that. So at least they've had a couple of weeks they've ran on it since it's been a while. So maybe that will help out a little bit. Nice to keep and dry, and you know it. You know, and, and encourage fans, you know, bring cameras with you because um, there is going to be a meet-and-greet autograph and photo session with the stars of United Dirt Lake Models. So, uh, Sean, you need to be ready. Get those fingers flexed. Get ready to sign those autographs. Oh, I enjoy it. I like that deal. Like uh, when they let everybody down on the front straightaway and all that. That's a pretty good deal. All these kids that, you know, I can remember when I was a kid and I used to go to races and I used to think that was the coolest thing to be able to get up close to the cars and you know, meet see the people that drive them and all that. So I know it's got to be the same way for the kids nowadays. Oh, definitely. It's gonna it's gonna be a good time. Encourage everybody, you know, go and get your ten dollar tickets ahead of time you can you can do it right online don't even have to spend you know any of your gas to get those ten dollar tickets and come on out and join us it's gonna be fun yeah just go to unitedirtlatemodels.com there's the information of contact numbers and all of that right there on that front page where you can arrange your tickets uh rob go ahead man hey sean uh good good luck on saturday night you know and uh i hope uh everything works out good for you i hope you came and drive safe I hope so too, Robin. I appreciate that. And uh, I get to drive the next car. All right, that's a deal. <laughs> All right, this man. This part over here we're putting together too that you know I could. Uh... I go kart days for over, son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to now that you've moved back to Tampa. You're a little bit closer now. There you go. Actually, we're building a track in my backyard for my little for my son. So you know. It's supposed to be for my son, but you know how that's going to turn out. It's going to be a Sunday afternoon thing. <laughs> yeah, you're going to end up telling us one day, well, I got, I broke my arm. We're going to be like, what, were you racing? No, I was on the backyard track. <laughs> and I can go ahead and tell you that Joe Winchell's wife, Lori, has already found some go-kart down the road that Joe and her talk about they're going to cheat the motor up on and come over here and outrun me on it. <laughs> so, you know, it's a... Uh, yeah. It could be interesting on Sunday afternoon at the back of Sean Smith's yard. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be the new place, TC. It sounds like you're going to get to drive a little bit more. Oh, that sounds like a good time. Um, you can you can just let me know. Uh, let me know when and give me the directions, and I'll be there. All right. <laughs> All right, Sean. Good luck this weekend, and thanks for uh, talking to us on Inside Florida Racing. All right. Thank you. Thanks, thanks Sean. Sean. Bye bye. See you Saturday. Oh, I'm so looking forward to the race on oh. Saturday. Yeah, Rob, you going to come down to Henry County for that, or are you going to be able to get away? No. No. What? 
Uh, I'm still in my adjuster. Remember, I'm not moved into my house yet until November 1st, so. Oh, man, I couldn't even tell you. My wife is in trailers and stuff, so. Uh, well, you're going you're gonna to miss a great, a great night of racing, and, uh, um, you know, I wish, I wish you could be there. No, but, uh, yes, I do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. I'm really looking forward to it because you know, Jack, I, I don't, I think the weather's going to be better this time. Uh, the last time we were down at Close in United Dirt Lane Models, it was freezing and windy. So, uh, I think this weekend we are going to have absolutely great weather for the race. It's going to be a good time. And, you know, if you're in Charlotte County, you can stop by Harbor Nissan in Charlotte Harbor. Um, tomorrow, probably after 3 o'clock, you can stop by there and pick up your $10 tickets. If you just want to swing by and pick up your tickets, they will have tickets on sale tomorrow, starting tomorrow afternoon through about 4 o'clock on Friday. Or um, you can go to United Dirt Late Model United Dirt Late Model Challenge.com. Correct, Jeff? Correct, Jack? Got that right? And uh, you can uh, use contact information on that website to get your tickets. But come on out and join us. We are going to have fun. Uh, I'll be there for Kicks Country. We're going to broadcast on location. And I think that while I'm out there, I'm going to have to round up uh, Showtime and get them on Kicks Country with me to promote the race. Too. It's, a, it's actually it's UnitedDirtLateModels.com. Oh, okay. Models.com. Got it. And now we're going to the smart part of the show. Yes. The intelligence this level is, is going up. the intellectual portion of Inside Florida Racing. Hey, Patrick. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. It's good to be We're not off to grace. going to Harvard before. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Congratulations for getting accepted to Harvard. <laughs> Thank you. That That is... Division? <laughs> no, unfortunately. But, you know, maybe I can change that. That's a big accomplishment. Hey, um, Saturday night, mm-hmm. how did you feel about the big race, the ASA race at Charlotte? I think that it ended up being a really good event. Um, we had real good car count, and uh, there was a lot of people in the stands, so it was it was pretty cool to come down and be able to race in that. You looked like you were doing good. Um, where where did you end up um, in all the debacle when uh, Stephen uh, Nassie had his accident? Uh, well, fortunately, we were ahead of that at the time. I was going down the back stretch when I saw that whole thing. Well, I didn't actually get to see it, but um, we came around under the red flag, and I saw it sitting at the infield, and that was a pretty big wreck. Now, uh, was this the first time that you have uh, participated in the ASA race? It's actually our second. Um, we went to the Bronson race at the beginning of the year, and we were running second in that race and had a training let go on us. And... Um, all the rest of them since then, like we went to New Smyrna and that got rained out, and we haven't been able to go to the ones that were out of the state of Florida. So this is kind of my second race, and we actually got to finish it. So it went really good. So what do your uh, classmates there at Harvard think about uh, racing? Do they really like racing at Harvard? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure you guys won't be surprised, but not too many people follow racing up here. But, um, you know, some people, you know, I tell my roommates about it, and they get interested, and <laughs> I've been showing them some of my old races I got on DVD and stuff, and uh, so, I don't know, I'm trying to turn them on to it. I think that's, uh, that's good. What, what are you studying? I think I want to do mechanical engineering, but um, I'm not quite sure yet, because, you know, in high school, you can't really take those kinds of classes, so, I'm, you know, I'm taking a variety of classes right now and just trying to figure out what I want to do. Did, did your family, uh, your father go to Harvard? 
<laughs> no, nobody in my family's ever been to college before, so this is a new experience. And why did you choose Harvard? <laughs> I think the reasons are kind of obvious. It's a really good school, and uh, you know, I, I looked at the places I got into, and this place, you know, worked it out for me financially. And obviously, it's a, it's a really good school on top of that. So, you know, I had to take advantage of the opportunity. Well, you're our first uh, Harvard University uh, attendee that's ever been on the show. <laughs> Thanks. So what is your uh, plans for the rest of the year when it comes to racing? Um, I don't know as far as the rest of this season because there's not too many uh, big races left in Florida, I don't think. And um, so I'm probably just going to focus on my schoolwork for the rest of the year and then uh, take a look at the schedules once they come out for next season and see if there's any like uh, big races that you know will work in with what i got to do up here for school so that I can come down and uh, run some of them. Well, that sounds good. Um, you know, uh, sounds like that you've got, you know, your goal-oriented. You've got your priorities right. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you're still getting to race. Now, is, is racing just something that that you uh, – what's, what's your past racing experience? Uh, well, past racing experience, I started doing go-karts when I was 12, and then I moved up to, uh, like, the Cyclone Division down at Hialeah Speedway before they, you know, that track closed down there. And then I ran with the uh, the Fast Kids and the Fast Truck Series for a couple of years, and you know now we moved up to the late models. Okay, so do you do you really enjoy racing a lot? <laughs> oh yeah, it's my number one passion. I mean, if I could choose anything to be doing right now, it'd definitely be racing. But you know, I know how important school is, and you know, ever since I've started racing, the agreement's been good. To, you know, do good in school, and then you'll get to go racing. So. Well, I've gotten good at both bikes because of that. Well, you know, um, and Patrick, I'm sure you can attest to this. In the fast trucks, like that's where you came up through, right? The fast kids and fast trucks deal, and you racing that thing. And yeah, and a lot of the young men that are your age or close to your age that have come up through that whole deal and and made one of the best racing series Florida's ever seen. Um, some pretty smart. There's a lot of smart kids in that deal. I mean, David Wilson and and you you know all them kids. And he can't Anthony Campy. He's a, a lot of bright young kids, man. Uh huh. I mean, would you agree with that? Oh yeah, definitely. And I mean, I think you could tell how everybody's gone on and kind of done their own thing in racing, and they've all been real successful with it. So it's pretty cool getting around with all those guys. You know, a few years back because it was a, a real good bunch of people to show up and race with at the racetrack and. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely think that that series is really good, and I heard they're trying to get it started back up again. So hopefully yeah. they'll get it get it on track. Yeah, but during the during the last ten years, I mean, there's been a lot of honor roll kids come up through that game, man. It was a, and I think that had a lot to do with how the how the whole thing went, you know. Yeah, exactly. Was, uh, you know, these days, and Rob, you probably can attest to to this. A lot of this stuff with with being successful on the track in the last. Especially in the last ten years, is it's a lot different than it was thirty thirty years ago. I mean, these kids get on a computer, figure out how to make a track, how the track's going to work, and and how the car's going to work, and a lot of a, a whole different a different approach to it. I would say, huh? You know, I think definitely. Uh, you know, one Patrick. Speaking of that, you spent some time with uh, Dick Anderson when he first started racing, didn't you? Yeah, we had him helping us out um, at Speed Fest back in January this year, and uh, I got to go work with him a couple times on my car getting it ready for that race, and I definitely learned a lot while I was up there working with him. 
Yeah, I mean, let me tell you. I, I'm sure you've been told, okay? That guy is like, anything that you can get out of him, <laughs> That's like a professor at Harvard right there, dude. Exactly, yeah. No, it was a real big privilege to get to work with him, and I mean, we didn't get to work together that many times. It was just that one race, but I mean, I definitely learned a lot in a short period of time and kind of just kept building on that, you know, through the whole year. And uh, so, yeah, just <laughs> the race was enough to get the ball rolling. Well, that's good, Patrick. You know, I'm, I hope that you, uh, you know, succeed in uh, your uh, school, you know, becoming a mechanical engineer, you said? Yep, I think so at this point. My mind might change, but, you know, it's kind of the general direction. So what, what would that mean you'd be doing? What, with mechanical engineering? Yeah. What, what would you like to be doing? What would, what would uh, Patrick like to be doing with his life with the mechanical engineer degree? Well, ideally, Patrick would like to be able to be racing in NASCAR, but, you know, the chance <laughs> of that happening... But you don't need a degree to do that. I'm talking about with your degree. <laughs> with the degree, I'd like to do something probably in the automotive field, um, either like designing cars or maybe getting in into NASCAR, like on the engineering side of things, working with the teams or something like that. Yeah, that's that's a good plan, you know. Mm-hmm. It's got to be, an, unfortunately, to be a race, a NASCAR driver, I think you're, those, those guys that are in the, actually becoming NASCAR drivers aren't smart enough to go to school. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here on Inside oh. Florida Racing first. <laughs> I, think, I think that you're, you've got your priorities right. I mean, because really... Um, the majority of guys that we talk to, other than Wayne Anderson, will never race professionally. Um, that's all they're going to do. I know Sean Smith is trying it, but I mean, mm. year after year after year after year, um, they're not going to be able to race. So to get an education and have some kind of plan. How old are you? I'm 18 now. Look at this kid, Jack. He's 18 years old. He's already got a plan. You, you know, go. and, and that's great because he's gonna he has, he's on a path where he's gonna have a career that will allow him to pursue his his hobby of racing. Right. Exactly. So you can have a, a well balanced life. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you something, Patrick. Yeah. I, I remember you said that it was told to you that as long as you did good in school, you could race. Now, did they they put a budget on that? Not exactly. Um, basically, it just worked out if, you know, I did good in school, and, you know, whether I was racing go-karts at the time or when we moved up to the trucks, then my dad would take me racing that weekend, so that was about it. Didn't you have a truck? The next is Nationwide Series, yeah! Wait a minute. I hope so. Wait a minute. Patrick, wasn't there a race last year that I was at that I talked to you and you weren't able to race? I could have this wrong, but weren't you at a race and you weren't able to race because of school was that you or was that maybe i'm confusing you with somebody else that was another <laughs> someone else <laughs> yeah i don't remember that yeah but that, that has happened where i've been at the racetrack and and you know uh the young young man was at the racetrack and wasn't allowed to race that weekend because uh, uh educational performance was not up to par and i thought that was a good thing mm-hmm. you know yeah i've heard about a few guys did that holy patrick gets perfect grades what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> that's cool well, man, listen, you go, uh, you go, do it. It's 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 great that uh, you're doing that, and we're really proud of you, man. Yeah, thanks a lot. I'm looking forward to coming down and racing in Florida, and you know, hanging out with you guys at the track on the weekend. Well, that's great. It was great seeing you Saturday night, and uh, just uh, much success up there at Harvard. <laughs> thanks a lot. We'll All see right. you on a racetrack. Good luck, buddy. All right, thanks.
Good night. All right, bye. Wow, guys, what a great show. I guess what we got coming. Hey, Rob. Yeah, man, we got the Don coming next week. Well, next week, yeah, we got the Don coming. Mm-hmm. John Sapricone and, uh, and of course, uh, Phil uh, Guadagno from up at uh, North Florida Speedway. And we're going to get back on to talking about um, the issues. And, and the first thing that, one of the first things that John uh, said to me today when I talked to him, he uh, he said, you guys aren't asking the right questions. And I said, John, to tell us what the right questions are. So he's going to straighten us all out on this. But seriously, we're going to... Every time we get the right answers, everyone else changes the question. Yeah, well, we're going to get back into this. And, I mean, joking aside, it's, uh, you know, talk about the the more serious side of racing, which is what's going on with the racetracks, the future of the tracks, and what can be done to keep them from, as Don Arone says, going the way of the drive-in theaters. And... um, that's coming next week, and of course on, on November the 10th, we have um, uh, a very, very special interview with uh, uh, Robert Hart, owner of Fast Car, New Smyrna, Orlando, and, uh, and of course Lake City. And um, we also, sometime in November, early November, I think we're going to have some uh, a legend, I mean a bona fide, absolute legend of open wheel racing. And um, I was shocked today to, to, to have these people contact us, and uh, we can't talk about it yet. But well, we, your mouth, we, But we got some really good stuff coming in uh, in November, man. Hey, we also have to cover uh, the driver of the month for October. So, uh, you folks out there whose favorite racer out there has been doing good, and we haven't been talking about him. That's because you haven't been talking about him. We need to hear from you. Mm-hmm. You can send me an email at robelting at AOL.com. That's R-O-B-E-L-T-I-N-G at AOL.com. Tell me who should be the uh, Inside Florida Racing Driver of the Month. It's getting down to it, Rob. I mean, it's, the time is coming short here with this ring. It's sitting there glimmering. and oh, it's uh, gorgeous. Shining. I mean, it's, this is uh, coming down to it. The big, the big uh, Inside Florida racing pandora mm-hmm. jewelers driver of the year with the uh, the big prize and uh man let's get some input huh you can send emails to me just send it to cece at wikx.com and i just want to say and i think bobby deal will acknowledge this fact that he had outstanding attendance saturday night and he also ran he did radio advertising to promote the race that he had this past Saturday night, so once again, radio does get results. Well, good job, Bobby, uh, by the way. Uh, Bobby, uh, sounds like you had a good turnout. Everything went well. Sounds like the ASA race went well. Oh, and I want to just, I just would like to recognize um, the uh, Charlotte County Motorsports Park for their huge improvement in their program. Their program, uh, quite impressive now. You can see they've been uh, putting some work on into it, and it looked very nice. So, I think that's about it. That I think we can. It. I think it's time to say goodnight, Rob. Yes, it is, folks. Uh, I appreciate you tuning in to Inside Florida Racing. Uh, we try to put on the best show that we can. And uh, if you guys have anything to input, then uh, tell Jack about it. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. See you at New Hendry County Speedway this Saturday night, everyone. Drink some alcohol when you do.
They don't. 